This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 bucks at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet to claim your free bet today. And we're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of the SGPN, and they're offering a 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And of course, make sure to go check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, DJs, welcome back to the Golf Gambling Podcast betting show for the Wyndham. Uh, so we have a very special guest on, uh, Cam Percy. So I will make it quick with my picks and we can get to somebody who knows what the fuck they're talking about and not me. So my outrights, uh, after talking to Bear off, I, uh, I changed it a little bit. Uh, so I still have Siwoo Kim. Uh, I got him at 22 to 1. Listen, it's Siwoo Kim. I'm always going to take him at a spot where he's been super good at and he's coming in good form. Uh, ownership doesn't matter without right, so I'm going to go ahead and take him. I'm going to join my boy, John Hauselbauer, and I think BK's on him too. I'm just going to follow the trend. I'm never a McCarthy guy, but listen, if it's going to hit, I'd like to celebrate with my boys. And he's at 40 to one, so that's fine. And then after talking to Baroff, I'm going to get on the I'm going to get on the Tom King wagon. I'm going to get on. I'm going to go to 40 to one. Gives me a little room. I'll put up my full bet and guard the article tomorrow. But everything he said makes sense. I'm going to go ahead and go. I'm going to go Tom Kim, 41, which can almost guarantee he misses the motherfucking cut. Uh, so as far as matchups goes, I am going to go Denny McCarthy over Brian Harmon. I'm never a Brian Harmon guy. Uh, when I am, like he pops into my head, I'm like, oh, this is the week because I'm never a Brian Harmon guy. He never comes through. So uh, I'm going to take McCarthy over him at plus 120. And then uh, the battle of the dusty dudes. Uh, I'm going to take Rose over Day. I just think Rose fits here better, and uh, he's got a better course history. He's in, in better shape. I don't care. He can club down. He can do what he wants. So, yeah, I'm going to take uh, Rose over Day at even. Uh, and then I'm going to take uh, Harris English. i got a good course history here. And uh, over over Aaron Rye. Look, it is what it is. It's, it's minus 110 on each side. Uh, I think uh, English is still coming back from the injury. He, he, he's been showing up a little bit. So yeah, give me Harris English over over Aaron Rye, and then uh, and then same thing. I'm gonna take Tom Kim over Connors, super chalky Connors. I can get him at plus one forty over Connors. Listen, if it's a coin flip, give me the plus forty. I don't care. I, you, listen, you guys know me. I love Corey Connors. He, I'm a Corey Connors guy. Uh, but if uh, if you're gonna give me plus forty on a kid who was clearly hungry, clearly doing everything correctly. Who is clearly going to miss the cut now because I am betting on him? <laughs> then, yeah, <laughs> do what you will with that. Uh, I, I might be a little late to the party on him, and I always feel like we're going to jinx somebody when we come on that part. But then uh, I'm also going to take Adam Scott over my boy Terrell Hatton. Uh, I get plus one twenty five at that. I mean, Scott's got a good course history here. Obviously, came in second. Uh, he should have won it. He, he missed a bunny putt, you know, three feet away. Uh, other than that, I mean, Hatton, other than the PGA, has been garbage in the U.S. He just really has. And this is an elite style course, and he's not the most accurate off the tee. So, yeah, I want – give me some Adam Scott. For whatever reason, he wants to play these two events, and he, he played well last weekend other than uh, a Saturday where he did absolutely terrible. Give me Scott at plus money over Hatton. Uh, as far as uh, top 20s, uh, 
I'm gonna listen. Better off talk, trying to talk me off of him, but I, I'm still gonna play him a top twenty. Maybe I won't play him in DFS. I can get him at plus one forty. I can get Henley at plus one fifty. I can get Siwoo Kim at plus one fifty. I know none of these are sexy, but you know what is sexy? Nick Taylor five to one. Five to one. Got a good course history here. I've been playing pretty okay. Uh, so at five to one, why not? Why would I not take that for a top uh, top twenty? And then I get Denny McCarthy. Just riding uh, John and BK's coattails on that one. I hate playing them, but whatever. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll follow along just in case it does it. That way, I get to uh, celebrate with them as well. And then uh, Billy Ho, plus one fifty. Listen, uh, great course history here. This is exactly we haven't seen him in a while, and uh, he's done meh since he's won. So uh, this seems like a perfect spot for Billy to show up. And uh, and then I want to take uh, Astalis as well at plus two eighty. Uh, our top 20. And uh, look, uh, he's got good course history here and uh, playing really well. I mean, you look at his last like four finishes. It's really solid, man. Top 20 at plus 280 is a, is a really good number. And then Adam Scott as well. I threw that in as well at plus 180. First round leaders. I haven't made up my mind yet. I don't like the morning wave like I normally do. I mean, the morning wave usually comes out of it. I don't, I don't see any weather advantage. I like some of the guys later in the afternoon. I'll put up my full betting card in the article, but I'm not quite sure, um, you know, which way to go. I know guys I definitely going to take, it's going to be M There's going to be one web will be one just to hedge against. And then I like gutter up, even though the course doesn't fit them, who knows? And then Munez, like always, uh, Tom Kim, Siwoo Kim, both of them, HV three and Denny. Those are the guys who I have right now. I'll probably take Henley too. So that gives me like room for two or three. I think I'm actually going to up the bets this week and maybe cut it down. So I don't know. Maybe I'll have five to six and and, uh, and just try to get the payout bet. But yeah, listen, uh, uh, my betting card is one thing, but we got we got Cam Percy on, and uh, let me tell you, it was a it was a great interview. Uh, super awesome guy, and uh, gave a lot of insight and uh, really good dude to talk to. So man, hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, yeah, let's go break them books this weekend. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 and get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you got to check out the WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet the MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day. We can get 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. So, they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. The offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And our Discord channel. You got to make sure you go check out the new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Did you know that browsing online incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other private prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it super easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet, encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be 
completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on limited devices without sacrificing your speed, computers, tablets, phones, even your fire sticks when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Let's get it nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use, and all you got to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on, so stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% off savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. Odds Trader. So what is Odds Trader? It's the place where you can compare odds from all your major sports books and you can compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activities. Listen, you got handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores, and bet traffic tracking uh player statistics key game statistics projected game day weather and it allows you to keep track of all your activity so you go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire that's oddstrader.com slash blue wire oddstrader the number one site for all your game day bets all right djs we got a very special guest for you we have professional golfer cameron percy not some bum like me talking about golf we actually have somebody who knows what the hell they're talking about cameron how you doing bud yeah, good, Mike. Good. Good, man. All right. So you're getting ready for the Wyndham. you got a pretty decent course history here. Do you like this tournament as a whole? Yeah, I really do. Um, I've made the cut here a lot, and I've had good results. I've had one bad round, it feels like, each time. I've actually just went through my previous results. So a lot of good rounds, and there'd be like a 73 or 74 thrown in there, which when everyone's shooting 66 and that blows you out sort of thing. So you've got to go pretty low here. The course thing really good condition the greens are perfect so you, you need low scores so 73s and 4s don't work too well here yeah no absolutely so uh so this is definitely a positional golf course right so we'll, yeah. we'll kind of get the boring stuff out of the way right so this is a this is a you need to stay in the fairway you need to know where to lay up give yourself a second shot in and then it's basically a putting contest right it really is like it's, it's really important to be on the fairways this week the rough's really really long um so you get massive flyers and the ball sits down pretty badly, so um, it's really hard to control. So a lot of three woods off tees here, like the front nine only hit one driver. It's all three woods. But um, if you can get on the fairway, you can set yourself a birdies. But if, you, if you're in the rough, you're just going to battle, battle around here. Battle around, yeah. Well, I'm always in the rough because I suck at golf uh, as much as I love it. So uh, I, the flyers, I, I'll take. I'll be like, hey, look at that. I did that perfect. Uh, so, so, um, all right. So I guess, uh, I mean, as far as, as far as like the type of golfer that you think excels here, who like give me your top three names that come to mind that absolutely perform well here oh, and, who well, you, and who you'd lay money on if you were allowed to bet on golf, which we all know you are not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know it really suits someone that can hit the ball right to left. Okay. Most, almost all the holes require a draw. There's, I can't think of a hole where you've actually got to fade it. So a draw is really beneficial around here. Um, I can see why Webb Simpson's done really well around here a lot. Um, someone like that, oh, Bill Haas might, you know, he hits a nice little draw. Mm-hmm. Um, and a really good wedge player because you've basically got a wedge 
I think you've got about eight or nine holes where you've only got a wedge in your hand. So mm-hmm. um, if, if, you, if you're looking for a, a, something like that, you'd look at who who hits a, a nice little draw for starters and then a, a really good wedge game. And there's two par fives here only, and everyone can reach them. One of them is only a driver six iron, and the other one's like a driver four iron or, or something like that. So very short, you know, par fives as well. Nice. All right. Well, all right. So, so basically, uh, you're, you're you're steady Eddies, right? You're accurate guys and, yeah. and and good wedge players. Like, what's funny is, is like we all talk about it, like on the sideline. Like, you need to be a good wedge player. All you guys are fucking good wedge players. You yeah, know what I mean? So, yeah. so it's like it's splitting hands. You know what I mean? It's like who's good from one fifteen uh, versus one oh five. It's well, funny. it's funny because I played with a guy, uh, Wes Bryan, a few weeks ago. And I'm a Love Wes player. Bryan, by the way. I'm a huge Wes Bryan guy. So he he's a freak from a hundred and. 50 yards in, but he kind of hit the side of a planet with his driver and three wood. So, <laughs> I mean, the poor, the poor guy, I was even giving him lessons. I was trying to give him lessons out the course to help him because he just, I mean, he, he was hitting trees 30 and 40 yards off the tee. And oh, then man. Give him a wedge, it's three foot, five foot, and then his putting's <laughs> incredible. So, someone like him this week could do really well if he could, he can get away with just hitting his three wood. Yeah, and he's gonna, but it's just the holes where he hits it out of bounds that, that end up costing him. So at the moment, he's doing that too often. All right, so all right, so uh, we'll we'll leave William decide. Right, I want to pick your brain a little bit. Obviously, you've been on tour for a long time. Uh, I'm not saying you're long in the tooth, but you kind of are, right? You've been oh, around. Five. <laughs> you've been around forever, right? So yeah. some of these young studs coming up, right? So you talk about like. Uh, Cam Young, Will Zalatoris, uh, yeah. you know, Mito, guys like that. Yeah. Who who out of that crop is just like that you've seen is just unworldly that that you think is just going to have like an amazing career? Yeah, I, I can see. I mean, I, unless they ban the long putter, Will's going to be around for a long time. I mean, yeah. he, I mean, he's got the thing anchored to his arm, so he's all right right now. But if they ever decide that anchoring is bad, He's going to be in trouble because he he can't get in from three feet. Like, like Keegan Bradley style. Once they ban the long the long putter, my boy Keegan. Yeah, well, he they ban his Keegan. He uses like a long arm thing. He he yep. to his arm now, like Cooch does. Um, like, so, like Cameron Young, I haven't played with yet, but God, watching him on TV and just watching him on the range and that, he just he makes it look pretty easy. So right, he's he's really impressive. He drives it so good. That's what's impressive about him. He doesn't even putt that great yet like if he really no. putts great he's gonna um he's still doing pretty good uh who else sam burns he's oh, yeah. he's awesome and he, he works with the same stack guy i work with now and and i know the putting drills and the, and the way he looks at golf courses now he's just gonna be get better and better and better as well so his putt right. fantastic so the, the young guys coming through they're the, they're the guys and then obviously scotty scheffler who's actually won a major and done really well He's really impressive as well. So, and they're all, the good thing about it, they're all really nice. They're all good kids. So, yeah. Like Will Zalatoris is is engaging. He he actually talks to you and stuff like that. Like you play with so many people now, can't carry a conversation. It kind of drives you a bit crazy. But that's a, really that's so. Is that is that like a thing? Is it is it like I mean I mean like people aren't they don't they don't chit chat on the on the course like nah like that, not many not many not, not a lot of people do like you play with some guys and unless you talk to them they will not physically talk to you so that's so weird and i, I mean you I, you seem gregarious just from uh just from just from the first couple of minutes of off game we've talked about i don't know if it's an australian thing or what like but i'm the same way it's like i want to chit chat with people and i get your yeah. competition but 
I mean, come on, man. You're on the you're on the course for four hours together. You got to be able to talk a little bit, right? Yeah, you think so. Like, I remember I was playing with some guy who's really famous, and I'm like, I'm going to see how long he walks along with me and not not say anything. And we literally walked for two holes side by side. Didn't say a word to me. Didn't ask. And he's been to Melbourne, played in Melbourne, played the same tournaments as me. Not not ask at all, like oh, about the Melbourne courses or blah blah blah, and just literally just walked along and didn't say a word. If I asked him a question, he'd talk to me. But he literally did not ask me one question about my family, my kids, where you're from in Australia, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's so it, so, it sounds like there's not a lot of courteous people on tour is what you're telling me, Kim. No, nah, well, the funny thing right now <laughs> is the most popular guy on tour is this Max Homer. Yeah. And the, guy, the guy's a mute. <laughs> <laughs> not but, on social media, he isn't. But, but it's on social media on Twitter, he's hilarious. He's fantastic. Doesn't say a word. Doesn't say. And I've noticed that. I've noticed that when I've watched him too. Like he is very, very quiet. And like, I, he I literally mean, doesn't say a word. And then, you, and then you go and you you check Twitter, and he's hilarious. And the <laughs> stuff he does, he roasts people. I'm like, I couldn't even think of half that stuff. And then I just I just played with him for five hours and didn't say a word. But on 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 Twitter, he's hilarious. That's funny. All right. So uh, this is a this is a gambling podcast. So yep. You, uh, now, if you can't answer it, just tell me you can't answer it. So yeah, yeah. we'll just start with you. So what is the craziest golf bet you've ever made, either on a practice round or do you guys even – do you guys make bets while you're out actually on the on the court? Yeah, the I used to, when I first turned pro, we'd always play on a Tuesday or something. Guys would be like, let's have a bet. And I'd shoot 65 or 64, and I'd take my friend's money, and i like, I didn't really like it. So I'm not a big – Golf for gamble. I don't like taking my friends' money for some reason, but I love gambling. Okay. I'm more than happy to. I love gambling on dogs, and I'm 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 a massive greyhound better. Okay. Um, my best friend in Australia is the, is a professional, and he's the best in 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 Australia at it. So I like betting on the dogs and stuff like that. A little bit of horses. I've got friends around the horses, but they're really hard to bet on. Yeah. Uh, but golf, I've never I've never really been a I've never bet on golf. Obviously, I can't because of what right. I do. Good answer. Um, yes. But but it's funny. I'll go in like some pools with friends, you know, for the majors, you know, get 10 buddies together and you've got to pick like six players. Yeah. I, I come last every time. <laughs> That's so, so funny. I'm, I'm terrible at it. And you know, we'll all put in 20 bucks and you'll pick six players and you'll see how they go. End of the week, last, last, last. last. I'm like, hey, guys, look, I'll just – I'll just give you twenty bucks and we'll be done with it. So I don't do embarrass. <laughs> call, call it a day. So you love the dog. So that's how that that was like. Uh, so I had a dog track growing up right down the street from me, and that was everybody's first job: walking yep. the dogs, making a bunch of money an hour for however what we thought it was the kids. And so it was the same thing. And I find some degenerate to lay a ticket for me, and you know what I mean. And we'd be yeah. sneaking beers, and like that was my introduction into gambling. Uh, so I love the dogs. I love the ponies too. Do you do any other sports? Do you do you follow baseball, tennis, uh, nah, football, soccer? I've, I've got some friends that will give me some tips here and there on the baseball and that. But it's, I mean, it's, it's so hard the baseball. Like, the, yeah, they baseball. The way, yeah, it's, yeah it's it, it all depends. You you need to know who the umpires bet on in baseball because that <laughs> he he, deter, he determines who wins the game. So um, yeah, I don't, nah, I don't bet on much. Oh, NFL, I love the NFL. All right, what's your what's your what's your NFL team? Uh, the kids, uh, the kids are mainly they love um, Seattle team. So okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bet against Seattle if I think they're not going to win. So yeah, I'm, nah, I'm more than happy to bet against them. Absolutely. That's so why your kids. Why are your kids Seattle fans? Uh, our neighbors when we first moved here into America were from Seattle. Okay. And when they became old enough to, all right, I'm going to pick a team. They picked Seattle. So they they've, <laughs> they've had a good run for ten years. So they've done pretty well. Yeah. 
Not well, this, this year's not looking so good. No, nah, this year. <laughs> <laughs> this year's definitely not looking so good. Yeah, but so, I mean, they're right into it. So it's pretty cool. So what? So all right. So not involving you. What's the craziest story you've heard around? Like uh, I know uh, Mickelson is supposedly like just complete degenerate. He's putting complete. huge dollars amount. Yeah. Like so, what's the craziest bet or the biggest dollar amount you've heard? You don't have to give names if you don't want to, but if you want to give I'll, names, I'll, feel free. I mean, I've I've got friends. I've got friends that gamble on. Uh, they're professional gamblers, and they would bet on. They'll bet twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollars on a head to head in the golf and stuff like that. Um, no, no issue at all. I mean, he, this, this one of my friends is a massive gambler, and he explained to him how it works and all that sort of stuff. So, I understand now why the PGA Tour don't want us to give information to these guys because no, it's, it's a big advantage to these guys. Like, yeah, he, he would always ask me, you know, well, how long's the rough? How firm are the greens? <laughs> And, all, and stuff like that. And then he put into his computer and that had spit out someone sort of thing. So. It is. It, it, it is it is like that, right? So, like, I I, I started out as, like, a gut handicapper without using stats. And, like, yeah. it's, impo- it's impossible to gamble now without using using those type of stats. Like, fairways gained and all this weird nerd yeah, shit. Yeah. But, hey, listen, it, it, it works. So, so you said that, obviously, PJ doesn't want you giving information to guys, right? That's a good thing. Do you nah, feel like nah. – do you feel like – uh, PGA's kind of embraced gambling, right? I mean, they're partnered up with DraftKings. Do you feel like that's helped hurt the sport, like bring more people that, in? Well, what I find now is I'll be out in the course and and I'll miss a putt and there'll be guys on the side of the green like going, oh! I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm pretty annoyed, but this guy over here is really annoyed. <laughs> and you can tell we've had groups of four or five guys come out and they'll be yelling and screaming for a guy in your group. I'm like, They've obviously taken him in some bed or DraftKings or something. Right. So, um, and I know we get a lot of guys, like, if you have a good score after the round, oh, thanks, man. I had you in my DraftKings. You've helped me. You know, you've yeah. made me X amount of money and stuff like that. So there's way more of that now on tour. And I think, I think, I mean, NFL, the only reason we watch NFL is to bet on it. You wouldn't watch yep. it because it's such a boring game to watch. Agreed. So you have to bet on it. Yep. It takes like five hours to play a 40-minute game. So I think, I think with golf, we're going to, I mean, I think Jay wants to do it is, is to go along those lines of betting hole to hole and yeah. shot to shot and have people go where it's regulated and you just, people love it. It's a quick, because every hole is that you can have a bet. Will he make par here? He's in oh, the yeah. bucket. Will he get up and down? Yep. I'll have yeah. 10 bucks on that. I'll have 20 bucks on that. And, and I think it'll bring more and more people to the sport because it's just such a fun thing to bet on. Like if people it go is. to the golf, they sit on a par three, they bet on whose caddy's going to make it to the green first. <laughs> right. Will it, Will he make a birdie? Will he not? And guys bet. So people just love it. And, and, and the PGA Tour is stupid not to embrace it because if, yeah. you, if you can control it, away you go. And it's so easy to tell if someone's done something illegal because if someone's having 20 bucks, 20 bucks, and then all of a sudden they have 10,000. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a giveaway. It's a bit of a giveaway that, all right, something's, something's a bit fishy here and you can stop nipping in the bud pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's great that the PGA is embracing it. I really do just because I feel like Especially, uh, I'm not exactly young. I'm almost forty, right? But yeah. like, it's gonna, it's gonna bring, it's gonna bring younger guys into it, right? Because that's what they like to do. They like to gamble on it now with the DFS aspect of it. Never really yeah. realizes sports betting and golf is such a great sport. Like you said, to bet on, like you can do it hole to hole. You got yeah. first, you got first round leaders, which I, I think, I think I'm just gonna put a little money on you because you got a perfect tee time, eight eighteen. I do. I do. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's gonna be good on that. So. All right, so the the elephant in the room with everybody, right? Is uh, yeah. And uh, listen, I've seen you on Twitter. Uh, the uh, the live the live shit. I mean, so I guess I guess 
let me ask you this, right? So obviously the guy who did it, right, is like, did he? Did you grow up like idolizing Greg Norman? Yep. Right. He was, my, he was my idol growing up. He was. Just, I mean, when I took up golf, I took up golf at sixteen. But when I started playing golf, he was like, man, this guy's awesome. The way he played, he was entertaining to watch. He took stuff on. He wasn't just plotted down the middle and hole apart. He's like, he was fantastic. Right. And so does this, so in your mind, right, as somebody who like grew up, like somewhere on the outside looking in, right? So somebody who grew up idolizing this guy and was like, yo, this guy is my, this is my guy. Does this, yeah. re- does this ruin his legacy? Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, everyone right. hates him. <laughs> okay. So, so, do you, so I listen, I like, so Cam Smith is one of my favorite golfers. He lives like down the street from me. Yeah. yeah. And like, I just love watching him play. And now all these rumors are like Cam Smith, Leishman, all yeah. your, your, all your brethren are going to yeah. go. Do you yeah. think it's true? Yeah, it is, unfortunately. So, oh, yeah, they're gone. Unfortunately, it's not good, but no, man. But the Why money. The money is just, I mean, it's not life-changing to them, but it's its for the generation after and after. Yeah. After that. That, and that's how yeah. they're thinking. They're like, look, this, this isn't going to make any difference to my life, but my kids' kids are going to be set for life. What yeah. do I do? And it's, you know, if you get offered $50 million to play for three years, what are you going to do? And that's before you play a tournament where there's no cut and you're guaranteed yeah. another couple of, you know, million. It's, it's really hard to turn down. Um and then, unfortunately, I think they're gone. I think, <sighs> I think it's already it's a done thing. So, it's, yeah, it's that's, so sad, but it is know, sad. I, I mean, not, so, I'm not getting offered the fifty million, so I can't, you know, <laughs> I, I can't say it's a it's a bad thing. But you know, it's um, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, so what do you think it's going to do to like the game of golf as a whole? Um, not much, not much. I don't think. I think I, I think it'll dull. I, I don't see it really going on that well because. My son watched it on the weekend, and, and a buddy of mine lives in New York and went, and he said, Cam, there was no energy. The players look like they're just having a practice round. Um, no one's worried about missing a cut. There was no no urgency, if that makes any sense. It was pretty, Because eh. the players, you, if, even if you play, you're guaranteed 120000 Yeah. If you have a really bad week, and and if you're a decent player, you're not going to come last every week. So, yeah. And, and it, I think it's not much of a spectacle. I watched it for a couple of holes, and all I did was talk about how much money they made. Oh, and, I know. It's, it's, and it it's, was quite a crass. It wasn't like Henrik Stenson hit off. Most biggest check he's ever won, $1.7 million at the players. Like, And this is how much he's playing for, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, all I did was talk about money. I'm like, man, like it was quite crass in, 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 a, in a, just watching it. I'm like, Ugh, it was a bit cringeworthy. So it's, uh, no, it's absolutely. It's absolutely cringeworthy. It's it's okay. uh, it's it's. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, and they have this weird team aspect of it. I mean, I, I mean, I guess like, it, I guess if maybe to try, if anything comes from it, maybe the PGA Tour will maybe take some things that they're doing and, and make it a little better, hopefully. But I can't even see that happening because, like we always see, like the Saudis have just endless money, right? Yeah. Endless money to do whatever the hell they want. They don't need commercials and. None. And you're right, like the quality of golf. Like I definitely tuned in the first week because I was just like everybody else. I wanted to see what the hell was going on, right? Like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And quality of golf was garbage. And like, and like even last week, like your buddy said, I was like dead out there. Like who? Like I don't care. And like Stenson now just made three times as much as he had in the last what three, four years. Like I think so. Yeah. yeah. And he lost his Ryder Cup. Like 
uh, I don't know, yeah, you man. Can't, you, you, that's that's something you're never going to get back. Like no, but, it's just yeah. like, he, he he won, and he sort of like he just picked his ball out of the hole, and his caddy just sort of like, oh, hold well on, mate. Yeah. And then they just shook everyone's hand, and there was no like there was no fist pump, or it's like oh, nothing. Oh well, I just I won. He's already he already had so much money from signing on, so yeah, really oh. the, the money they're making on the golf course is irrelevant. To the sign-on stuff, so so crazy, man. It's so yeah, crazy. It's, uh, and then, I mean, I'm not American, but I'd imagine the worst thing most people that have grown up with is what happened September 11. Yeah. And then to have a tournament from your ex-president, 50 miles from where that happened, I can't imagine as an American what that feels like. So, uh, I mean, it's 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 fucking insulting, really. So, like, I, I thought so. Yeah. yeah I mean, so I'm, I, I'm an Australian, but. It doesn't matter. I mean, you you were every, listen. Everybody was affected by that. I had guys I served. Yeah. I, I had I had guys I served with over there uh, from Australia. So I, I was actually in boot camp. Uh, wow. On, I was in boot camp on nine eleven when it happened. Right. Jeez. So like yeah, and uh, it's fucking insulting. And uh, not to get crazy political, right? It is what it is. Uh, uh, I mean, you can tell by the people what they were saying, what they were cheering, and the people who were in the grandstands, and what they considered important and not. Uh, yeah. Tells you all, almost all you need to know about yeah, about the this tour and, right, and what right. it means, and it just yeah. this sucks, man. Like it, yeah. it does, it blows. It's just, it just it's hard on the. I mean, the PJ Tour. I mean, we've got the our base is like charity. And yeah, like, absolutely. It's, it's it's all about giving back. Yeah, and I just haven't heard anything about what they're giving. Like all the money they're making, I'm like, where's the story on what they're giving back and all that sort of stuff? I, I haven't seen that yet. So hopefully. That changes and guys do give back, and there is some that side of it, but it doesn't appear to be at this stage. So no, and I mean, if they were smart, I think I was talking about this with uh, my buddy uh, Joe last week, uh, and I was like, listen, if they would just give some money back, it would it would at least help a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, listen, you know these PGA tournaments that we that we crap on and make fun of as guys who cover this all the time, like you know the you know whatever the John Deere, you know what I mean, and, and things like that. But it means something to that community. And Ooh. there's so much money getting pumped into that community and local charities. It's very important, you know, yeah, and, and they're leaving a mark on it. And what is, what is Liv doing? They're going into Oregon and doing what? You know what I mean? Like they're not leaving a Mac. They're not doing nothing. And yeah. all these guys are making all this money. And like how much is enough? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Like even for your kids and your grandkids, you got plenty. Leave some yeah. behind for the places you just played fucking golf in. You know what yeah. I mean? How many, yeah, how many, think, how many Jaguars you need? It. Yeah. yeah. Definitely might help it, but um, all right, man. So listen, I really appreciate your time. I, let me ask you two, maybe three more questions. If you got, you got a minute? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, who's the nicest guy that you ever met on tour? Uh, the nicest guy, probably a tie between Peter Malnati and Greg Chalmers. Really, Malnati? I like Malnati. Peter, no, he, he might be the nicest, most positive human you'll ever meet. Really? All right. Good yeah. deal. All right. So you don't have to answer this one. I'm going to ask anyway. Biggest dick on tour? Um, probably, probably Daniel Berger. Really? I love it. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Is he yeah. like he really is? Right. So he comes uh, off that. It's a shocking human. Yeah. Love it. Fucking yeah. love it. All right. And uh, what's the favorite? What's your favorite course you've ever played in your entire life? Uh, well, it's not so much the course; it's the setting. I played this British Open at St Andrews. Oh. And I, I don't think it gets any better than that as yeah, a professional. How can yeah, how can I, was, I mean, I was so jealous watching the boys last week or a few weeks ago playing there. I'm like, man, it doesn't get any better than St Andrews. 
uh, British Open. So, Gotta be, but, all right, but so my favourite golf courses in in Melbourne, Australia, probably Kingston Heath is my favourite golf course to play. But but just okay. for setting and everything else, St Andrews, British Open, you can't beat that. Can't beat that. All right. So for the amateur golfer, what's the best course to play in North Carolina? Um, a lot of people go and play Pinehurst, but I think they're too hard. Like, yeah, it's way too hard. I don't want to go. I don't want to go be miserable. No, like the, you hit the ball in the green, it rolls off, and then you chip it on the green, it rolls off the other side. Um, in North Carolina, the place where I play, I, I'm a member at um, uh, Country Club of Wakefield. It used to be a okay. TV. It's really good. Oh, oh, probably Eagle Point. Eagle Point down in Eagle Wilmington. Point. It's, it's unbelievable. If you, if you get a chance to play that, go play that. It's really good. All right. Well, I got I got family up in Raleigh, man, so I might hit you up and maybe we can go yeah, play, yeah. Maybe we can go play around. <laughs> See you. Oh. All right. Well, listen. So, all right. Pick to win this week, other than yourself. Other than myself, probably a JT Poston. I know he's won here before. Really All good. right. Um, this young kid, um, Tom Kim, is it? Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Kim. I, just, yeah. I met him. Really nice kid. Two weeks ago, I had a practice around a few holes in today. He seems to know what's going on. Um, I mean, he's trending very nicely, and he's he young and hungry. So, I think I think if you're looking for for someone who's in form, JT's in good form. And this young kid, Kim, he's just, I mean, he's gone third, fourth, third or something. So Yeah, something said. He, he's trending in the right way. So, yeah, right. I, I, somewhere there, you can't go too wrong there. I, I'd, stay away, I'd stay away from the, uh, it's crazy hot here, the fair weathered Irishman or something like that. You wouldn't want to, if you're from Ireland and got, but maybe got red hair or fair skin, you're going to struggle this week. Are, are, you, are you taking a shot at Shane Lowry, sir? Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I saw him today, and he was sweating like anything. Like, oh, well, listen. So. Well, listen. You, you, so, so I, uh, I'm second generation Irish. I'm from Boston originally, and you know what I love about Australians is you guys are just Irishmen, and you don't even know it. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's it. So. Oh, I can't. Hey, we can't drink like those Irish, mate. They're unbelievable. <laughs> they got hollow legs. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> hollow legs and black livers. That's how it oh, works. Right. <laughs> okay man listen i listen i really really appreciate you coming on you're welcome back anytime uh any thoughts about anything man just uh just hit me up and let me know and ne- next def- time we do it I'll, I'll stand somewhere where you can see me i'm not not in the car park in the dark so i apologize <laughs> no worries man i really appreciate your time cheers mate thanks bro